Mac is back! Saturday night! Tyson Fury is back! Welcome to episode 2 of the Sweet Science Boxing Podcast. There was only one way I could open up the episode and that was by playing the famous Return of the Mac. Episode 2, Sweet Science Boxing Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're happy. I'm definitely happy. Because we're in a Tyson Fury fight week. We haven't had that since November 2015. It's been a long time. But he's finally back. And you know, I couldn't be more happy for the guy. He's overcome so many things in his career. Depression. He's been at low, he's been very low at times. He was 27 stones and now he's 19 stones. It's just crazy what he's done with his career so far. And you know, now you know he's back on Saturday night. He's fighting against a, a fight, a fighter called Sefer Seferi. To be fair, let's be honest, it's a nothing fight. He's a 5 foot 10 Albanian cruiserweight. And he's 39 year old, 39 years old. And I actually heard in one of Eddie Hearn's IFL interviews that he's actually become a boxing promoter now. So I don't think his head is really focused in boxing as much anymore. He's campaigned at heavyweight before, actually, and he took Manuel Chart 12 rounds. I don't know what many people take out of that, but yeah, he took Manuel Chart 12 rounds. But you know. It's second best Albanian cruiserweight behind his brother, Nuri. And his brother is actually known as the Albanian Tyson, which is quite interesting, you know. With him fighting Tyson Fury on the weekend. Uh, Sefa is known as the real deal. We're going to see how real he actually is on Saturday night, because I saw a video of him on the pads. He's, he's very bad. He's not that good. He looked slow, sluggish wasn't really throwing proper combinations and I, I do believe Tyson Fury will, will beat him in one round because then the day he's a cruiserweight, Fury's a heavyweight when he takes Fury's power, the heavyweight power even though he's he's, he's been 12 rounds of manual char but when he when he feels a powerful Fury he, he will he will get beat and I, I do believe it'll, it'll be a, a first round knockout between one first round knockout or maybe a second or third I don't see it going more than three rounds if it does I'll be surprised but maybe Fury's gonna want to try and get the ring rust off he's gonna want to try and get a few rounds under his belt that's always the question here but I think Fury has just got to 
you just got to get this one out of the way because you know he's not going to win the public over fighting a cruiserweight you know if he knocks him out in one round people are going to be like oh yeah he's, he's a joke of an opponent if he takes him 12 rounds people are just going to say oh yeah you should have knocked him out quickly so you know he's not going to win this kind of reminds me of when David Hill was making his comeback because he fought someone very bad in his first fight. Then in the second fight, he fought someone called the, the Cobra. I just remember him being as the Cobra. And one of them getting knocked down off a jab, which was an absolute joke. But I think after this, the quality of opponent definitely has to improve. If Fury wants to mix with the big boys, the Wilders, the AJs. And you can't really talk about them until he, he fights a proper fighter. I'd love to see the Shannon Briggs fight be made. Just imagine the build up to that fight. It'd be very good. It'd be very entertaining. They're both trash talkers. They both can talk. But now I think we're seeing a bit more of the real Tyson Fury because before he was saying that he was playing a bit of a character and now he feels like he's being himself. He's not having to play the villain. He's proved everyone wrong. He got to the top. He beat the man Vladimir Klitschko. I don't care what anyone says about it, that win. I've, I've heard people say, oh, Klitschko wasn't the same. No, 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 Fury made him that. Fury psychologically broke him down in the ring and outside the ring. All the trash talking before. The way, you just, the way he beat him with ease was just amazing. And I watched that fight back the other day. It still gives me goosebumps. But I didn't really think Fury would beat him. Honestly, I thought Klitschko would beat him, but Fury proved the world wrong and he upset the odds and beat Klitschko and I really want to see him back at that top level because he adds something to the heavyweight division that nobody else has he's, he's, he's he has excitement you know we have the knockouts from AJ and Wilder but Fury brings a bit like you know he can sell a fight he can talk he's one of the best talkers in boxing and that, that really does help when that's really what we need in the heavyweight division. Wilder's a good talker. He just needs a promoter, in my opinion. I think if he signed with Eddie Hearn, Eddie would make him a star. A bigger star than he is now. But yeah, Fury... Apparently he's getting paid more for this fight than he did for the Klitschko fight, which is, which is quite remarkable, to be fair. But, you know, I see this fight. Fury uh, around a knockout within three rounds and then yeah move on to bigger and better things but I can't wait so excited for this weekend also on the undercard to that we have Terry Flanagan fighting against Maurice Hooker which is which is a good fight Hooker's a good opponent for Terry Flanagan this really is Terry Flanagan's coming out fight he really needs to put in a good performance because He's one of the best fighters in the UK. He just can't sell a ticket, which is remarkable. To be fair, that fight with Crawler has been talked about for so many years, but it's never happened. Maybe if he wins the title here, Crawler, Crawler will, Crawler and him can get it on because that's a great fight. That's a fight I really want to see. I I do see. Uh, um, Flanagan winning that fight but you never know I don't know I'll have to think about that one a bit more but yeah he's on the undercard 
This fight's on Showtime as well. I'm not sure if the hooker fights, the hooker against Flanagan fights on Showtime as well, but if it is, he really does need to put in a good performance and show the American audience what he's made of. Now, let's switch over to America, to the States. And yes, Jamel Charlo against Austin Trout. Santa Cruz versus Mares too. Crawford against Horn. Three fight. I'm so very looking forward to. Let's start off with the Jamel Charlo fight. Jamel Charlo and the Charlos, man, they're just insane. Like the way they're beating people nowadays, they they are taking over boxing. I do see Jamel winning this fight because Trout, he's had three world title fights. This is third world title fight in his last four fights. He actually fought Jamel's twin brother Jamal back in 2016 and he pushed him quite far but uh, he lost on points. I do see Jamel knocking him out though. But he then fought Hurd and he retired against Hurd in the 10th round I think. But you know I think Charlo will knock him out in the 7th round. And I'm only saying seven because you know this is Trout's last chance at a world title, so I think he will make this a real slugfest. He's not—he's not, not going to want to go out easy. He's going to want to fight to the end. He's going to want to try, try so hard to win this fight. But I just see Jamel Charlo is just a few levels above him. But I think after this fight, Charlo—he hasn't really been tested properly because. You know, I've looked at his record, there's not many, he hasn't really been tested properly. We thought last time out he'd be tested, but obviously not, he knocked the guy out in one round. Which was pretty crazy. But you know, this is Trout's last chance at World Title, like I said, so he's going to make this a real slugfest. He's going to make this a real war and a real, and a real slugfest. Uh, Trout. Yeah, like I said, I think he'll get beaten. But I think after this, I really want to see Charlo against Hurd in a unification clash. Just imagine how good that fight would be, honestly. Just imagine Hurd beating Lara last time. It's really opened the door in this uh, Super Welterweight division because Charlo, he wasn't going to fight Lara because, you know, him and Lara training partner so Hurd beating Lara has really really opened the door for Charlo against Hurd in the unification class that would be an amazing fight it would be the real first test for Charlo he might even go in the, he might even go in as the underdog after Hurd's last performance but the Charlos they are taking over boxing they're both on a different level Jamal in the in the middleweight division He's mandatory to fight Triple G. That's an amazing fight. That's a fight I really want to see. And I do give Jamal Charlo a good chance in that fight. And now, another fight on the card. It's Leo Santa Cruz against Abner Mares 2. The last time out, Santa Cruz beat him on points. It was, a, it was, a, it was an amazing fight. If you haven't seen that fight, I recommend you go watch it. It's on YouTube. Uh, Showtime uploaded it I think it's free to watch Just take a look at it it's, it's a great fight it's really worth your time and it's a rematch of, like I said from the 2015 fight 
last time out Santa Cruz for Chris Avalos and it was a bit of a soft stoppage I think I really think that fight could have gone a bit longer even though Avalos was taking punishment throughout that fight I do believe the, the fight could have gone a bit longer in the second fight against Frampton Santa Cruz he really changed his game he really fought in a different way to every, that every, he really fought in a way that nobody else thought he could fight in and I think that I do give Santa Cruz the edge because you know he's been much more active than Mares since the Mares fight Santa Cruz has fought four times or three and since the Santa Cruz fight for Mares Mares has fought about twice so he's been more active and like I said he showed something against Frampton that we didn't think he had he raised his game a few levels and I think that this is going to be really crucial against Mares because he's an improved fighter at the end of the day and if you beat him that way before there's no saying that Mares is going to beat him this time out I think Santa Cruz he'll win on points and also this this fight is for the WBC diamond belt and the winner becomes mandatory to Gary Russell Jr wow imagine that Santa Cruz against Gary Russell Jr for the WBA and WBC well featherweight championship for the world that would be a great fight yeah amazing amazing card I'm not sure who's showing it in the UK I don't think anyone is so we'll have to find a dodgy Russian stream for it being at the end of the day it's going to be a good t good card hopefully Sky pick it up last minute I, I don't think they will though let's move on to the king the lineal king in boxing the pound for pound king Jeff Horn yes Jeff Horn the pound for pound king fighting against Terence Crawford let's just take a minute to, to, to talk about what Jeff Horn's done last year out of nowhere he was fighting Manny Pacquiao in Australia with a life changing opportunity a life changing fight for him in my opinion I do believe he beat Manny Pacquiao a lot of people say, oh no, Jeff Horn didn't win. But I do think he beat him. I had Jeff Horn win that fight. Don't care what anyone says. He beat him. Then he fought Gary Corcoran this year. He beat him as well. But it's amazing, man. Fighting in Vegas. Fight, having his name up in lights. It's going to be amazing. Amazing sight for Jeff Horn. But let's be real. Terence Crawford is just a complete fighter and Jeff Horn is going to get absolutely destroyed in my opinion you know Crawford he's on another level to Horn there's levels in this game and Terence Crawford is just two or three levels above him and he's levels above anyone in the world weight division in my opinion you know Horn to win this fight and even then to win this fight he needs to make this a dirty rugged fight and even then Crawford is probably going to just adapt to it and do what he does best and that's winning but that's Horn's best chance at winning this fight 
and you know just imagine though Jeff Horn lands a lucky punch and knocks out Crawford it will be a will be a funny set of circumstances will be a will be a life-changing punch it'll put him really up there as the, and I was joking when I said Jeff Horn pound for pound king we all know he's not but you know if he beats Crawford this weekend that will really put him up there in the top five pound for pounds fighters but I don't think it will happen I believe Crawford round nine stoppage there will be questions about Jeff at Crawford at welterweight even though he's quite big but he's quite big though so I think he will adapt to it but yeah I believe Crawford round nine stoppage now got a bit of news to talk about one big heavyweight fight that has been confirmed is Dylan White against Joseph Parker on July 28th in London what a fight this is I believe this is a real 50-50 fight between two fighters who are who are close to world title shots you know Dylan White man all credit to him he's one man who says he will fight anyone and he actually does fight anyone he sticks to his word and he he, he is actually willing to fight anyone and this fight just proves it again he could, he's, he's number one with literally I think number one or two with about two much two governing bodies he could he could have taken an easier fight against Pulev but no he wants to fight Parker and he wants to show the world that he belongs at this level because you know having a former world champion like Joseph Parker on your record is a really big thing nowadays to the public you know imagine if Parker knocks him out I mean imagine if Dylan White knocks out Parker like it will really show the public that White belongs at this level I believe he belongs at this level the public still don't but I believe July 28th you'll see that, pa- that White does belong at this level and you know we all know how good Joseph Parker is first man to take Anthony Joshua 12 rounds which is which was a good achievement but I think I do believe White will win this fight now something that's made me a little bit ticked off Triple G has been stripped of the IBF middleweight championship of the world it honestly is a, is a silly scenario you know the reason that IBF gave was for getting stripped is that basically he fought against Vanis Mastravan on May 5th without telling the IBF without them sanctioning it and that's the reason they're stripped him, which I think is pretty, pretty pathetic, you know, for him staying active and, in, in essence, doing his job and getting his money. He's been stripped of his title, which is a bit silly. Uh, I think Triple G would have fought his mandatory if he, if he gave him an extension. But this moves me on to my next point: Billy Joe Saunders has pulled out his fight on June 23rd against Martin Murray this is a bit shady in my opinion you know he's closing in on a fight with Triple G or Canelo so obviously he's not going to want to risk that fight for a fight against Martin Murray but 
that's that's no excuse for pulling out of a fight. I don't want to say he's not injured because he, he may well be injured, but you know, if he isn't, then it's it's disgusting, in my opinion. You know, in essence, you're just taking away, taking money out of Martin Murray's uh, pockets, which is quite bad and quite pathetic, in my opinion. But Billy Joe, if he is injured, then I wish him a good, speedy recovery. And I, I do hope he fights Triple G because that's a fight you want to see, even though it's not for the undisputed championship or middleweight championship of the world now. It's still a great, great fight. And another great fight in the middleweight division that is being negotiated right now is uh, Danny Jacobs against Canelo Alvarez. Yep, that drug cheat fight against Danny Jacobs what I believe is a top top quality fight in the middleweight division something that Jacobs has needed for a long time since that Triple G loss he hasn't really fought anyone of note and I think that I think that he has a great chance of beating Canelo I see a lot of people ruling out uh, Jacobs in this fight do not rule him out the way he fought against Triple G nobody has done that to Triple G nobody until that point had taken Triple G 12 rounds and he was the first person to do it He's got heart, he's got determination, he's a great boxer and I give him all, I give him, I hope, hope, I hope, I hope he beats Canelo because that's what boxing needs, this drug cheat needs to be beat, honestly. Uh, it was just a short episode today because I've got a bit of a sore throat, I just wanted to get this, this preview out for you because there was a few good fights this weekend next week hopefully we'll have a longer episode i hope you enjoyed this tune in on saturday night plenty of boxing even ufc on this weekend a great card plenty of boxing plenty of fighting thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed it thank you